Okay. Hey, it's recording. <laughs> Hi guys, it's been a while. It's been a minute. A minute. It's been a minute. And we apologize for the two months of delay. Um, two months? Yeah, it's been two months. It's just been a wild time and we both just needed a mental health break. And, but we're back and we have a little surprise for you guys. We brought out one of our really good friends. Hey! Join us for this episode. But before we start off, we just want to say it might get a little dark. It might get a little heavy. So we're just going to put out a little warning out there. But it's still a very informative episode, which we hope you guys would enjoy. Yeah. But let's introduce Nyla. Do you want to, you know? Hey! Oh, about myself? Oh my gosh. Yes, hey, y'all. <laughs> I'm Nyla. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that I'm so honored to be here. Like, oh my gosh, I'm a part of Hima and Kaylee's podcast. But hey, everyone. Um, yeah, a little bit about myself. I'm a sophomore. Um, I'm also a Muslim woman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, representation, you know. Anyways, yeah. but yeah. And today we are talking about sexual assault, which is a very yes. oh, should I not say that? No, you should go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you know, you must start this. But yeah, we're gonna talk about the misogyny, the patriarchy, everything about that. And um, you know, this is heavy. So be ready, y'all. Be ready. Yeah. And it's especially what I feel like is good about this episode is because you have three different views. You know, uh-huh. coming from Lily, then coming from Nyla, and then coming from me. We all have different experiences with misogyny and how, you know, guys treat us differently and how it can just come from like a young age as well. So, you know, that's what we're here to talk about. And especially as Nyla said earlier before filming, how it's like taboos, you know, when women speak up about it. And especially you don't really hear about it as much coming from teenagers growing up. And I feel like now that it's 2021, like, you know, everybody's finally finding their voice. You know, and it's time for ours to be heard as well. That's, am I correct? Yes. Yes. Right. Preach, Hima. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. I'm getting a little bit good with words. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Kaylee, you want to start this off? How do I start this off? <laughs> okay. There's um, a lot of things to choose from. Yeah, how about we start off with like, you know how there's more talks about the 97% that's coming out, you know, of rape, sexual assault victims and everything. Uh, Nyla, what is your take on that? And what is your take on the guys who are saying, oh, it's not really 97%? Or what is your take on that? The whole, you know, trauma and the problems behind that? What is your I think, take on I think it's like really terrible how, and how it's such a high percentage, 97 yeah, and I, I can understand why people want to, like, deny it because it's such, oh, my God, my voice. <laughs> it's such a high percent. But at the same time, I don't think we should be dismissing it. Like, oh, it's 97? You know, there can't be. There's no way. But it's true. It's true, y'all. And I think the reason why people don't want to believe it is because girls, like, we are so pressured to keep it to ourselves, you know, keep it in. And, you know, we don't. It's not necessarily something we typically talk about you know it's so taboo and also I think the thing we should change to 
to prevent like all this violence is to change our mindset change like oh boys will be boys no boys will not be boys we need to educate them we need to educate them no this is not what we have this is not what you should do this is not what you know oh my god my voice but anyways but yeah and also like I think we should also empower women, empower them to use their voice, empower them to be confident in themselves and to know that this, whatever they, whatever these boys have done is not okay, you know? So first, I think it's to change our mindset, change, like, I guess, victimizing boys at the cost of women's trauma. So, yeah, I think initially just change our mindset to prevent violence. That was really well said. Very well said. Really? Yeah. I was like stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually have another question um, based on what you said. Um, so you know how finally we started talking about this month, especially we started talking about this whole sexual assault talk and everybody's coming out with their stories and explaining what they're doing and they're using their voice. But what about the guys who say, okay, men get assaulted too. Men also get raped. What do you think about the guys who are coming out with saying, oh, I get raped too in the time where women are finally using their voice? What are your thoughts on that? With me? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, uh, well, I think that, you know, it is an issue, like male violence against males in general. Like that is a prominent issue too. But I think that when you're only like when you're only presenting that issue and talking about the issue when someone else is talking about like women's violence against women rape against women then that's that's uh, that's an issue that's a problem because you're like this um you're dismissing their you're dismissing what they have to go through what women have to go through and that's a problem it shouldn't be like the oppression olympics you know like oh we we get we get raped too we get assaulted too yes men do get assaulted too but women do as well so i think you know there's a time and place to be talking about it and when you're talking about it when um when you're talking about another issue in order to dismiss it that's when it becomes a problem and you know that doesn't mean, and it can go the other way around, you know, when you're talking about male issues and then all of a sudden, well, women do that too. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. So I think, you know, there's just a time and a place to do it. So then we need to, I guess, um, enhance each other's voices instead of trying to put each other down. So yeah, that's my, that's what I think. Nice. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> okay so to clear it up for all the guys out there that are like saying men get harassed too what does harassment to women look like now like it's not all just rape obviously so like what does it look like that men do it to women if that makes any sense at all like right now like okay mm -hmm. so i think um, men fail to realize that catcalling is also a form of harassment. And I think it's so normalized in our society. Like so, women can just walk down the street and then you'll see all these names, like all these names being called to women. And it's really like, 
it's really terrifying to see how normalized it is. And I think the first step we should take is to, again, like say, no, this is not okay to educate these boys, these men about how women feel. And I guess also, again, like I said, um, enhancing women's voices, giving them confidence, letting them speak about what about these issues and how they feel about them. And, you know, so basically, you know, just calling them out, basically catcalling. Um, did I answer the question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. But do you want to add one thing to that? You know how, Kaylee, you made a point to how we're saying that. <laughs> no, but Kaylee, you know how you're saying there a point that rape isn't just the only form of harassment, but it especially one main form you can see all of us as teenagers is getting unsolicited dicks. That's a form of harassment right there. And that could lead you to 97 percent It's so normalized now. I can I think we all can say for this. We just talk to a genuine friend who's a girl, or anyone really. We're not gonna just objectify it towards girls. It's so common now. And that's so sad. Especially it's it's I, I like I can't even form words because as someone who's gotten it multiple times including all of you. That's a form of harassment I think men fail to realize. I'm not gonna use the um, term men because real men wouldn't do that. I'm gonna say boys. And no, but really, like that's literal harassment. And when you're constantly asking someone out and they keep saying no, but you think no is an invitation to be more persistent. That's what I think most guys uh, look at the term no. They think it's like, oh, she's playing hard to get. No. Some just don't understand. No means no. It's that's one thing. What I think once guys realize that, that's when we're gonna see change. That's what I believe. Yes, Hima. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think also the media plays a part in this like normalization of oh no means you have to be more persistent. And it's just, oh, they're playing hard to get. Like, you know how in the media, um, in certain movies, they're like, oh my gosh, wait, I'm getting notifications. But in, in like movies, they're like, when a girl says no, it's just the guy goes even harder and tries, keeps go- trying to get them. And it's like, I think we need to have a better like representation of what real boys are, real men are, and how, how boys should act, you know, in, the, in like movies, in the media. And just in general. And the media is just like like a double-edged sword in general. Like, it's a place where you can express your thoughts and opinions. But also sometimes it's like, I guess, like, it can be a really scary place. Like, you know, dick pics, stuff like that. Let's know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I think you bring up a really good point. What do you think, Kaylee, about um, how, you know, movies just portray... That no, it just means more being more persistent. You can see it in like any Netflix original as well. I'm calling on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Right oh. <laughs> so I feel like this can also be drawn back to one of our earlier episodes. We were talking about like misogyny and cultures, I think. Mm-hmm. Like I think America in general or like all cultures grew up with the perspective that men have a position of power that women don't which makes absolutely no sense because we're just genetically different. Like our build, the body is different. That's it. That's literally all there is. 
I don't know why men are like portrayed better or anything. And I think why. Oh my god! You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, pulling on to that, as you were saying, genetically, I still don't know why men are given the position of power when females can literally produce another human being. Yeah, they just have to like, you know, just give a little sperm. But yeah, we're the ones who are creating a literal human in our stomachs for nine months. I still don't understand how they're given the power position, but that's a talk for another time. Exactly. It's so confusing. And like, culturally, it's acceptable for men to get away with anything. Even in like, mm-hmm. career life, men just mm-hmm. like get positions because they're male. And like, higher higher pay in general that's a thing it's a little bit better now but like it's still it's like it's not good it's still not good mm-hmm. a little bit better not good though yeah you know? also have men like abuse their power like at, in a workplace i have you guys not just in a workplace but like in a school place or workplace can be like near like you know classmate or friend you can see it happen like i witnessed it happen and it happened to me multiple times what about you guys it's really sad how they like abuse their power in that way and they think it's okay or when they start making jokes and expect us to laugh yes like a misogynistic jokes like it's not funny at all i don't know what makes them think and i think like they should call like when boys hear that they should like call them out like for those jokes and you rarely hear guys go like oh no you shouldn't like those are not funny you know so, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that there's, like, even if it's just, like, a friend group, you see so many bystanders who know that it's wrong, but they don't say anything. They don't speak up whatsoever. Cause it's yeah. Just them, or they dismiss it. That's, like, the biggest issue. Like, it's just... Sorry. Oh, continue. Sorry. Go go ahead, Kaylee. Go ahead. So, like, it starts off being a joke, but then eventually it turns into them, like, actually thinking that way and it's just harmful for everyone so I think it's better if you like call them out and they end up not liking you because at least you tried something yes Kaylee preach (laughs) yes oh my gosh you're so articulate yes yes (laughs) preach Kaylee all right all right I have a question for both of you I'm answering myself included, but have you guys have have you guys ever been sexually assaulted, sexually harassed, or any of the following actions happened to you, which will put you in ninety-seven percent? I mean, on Snapchat, like yes, definitely. <laughs> like men have no filter that there, and it's that's why I like deleted it. I was like, I don't want any of this anymore. Like this is so nasty. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Um, but yeah. What about you, Kaylee? Laugh, <laughs> Definitely. Sad how many times it's happened to me. And I feel like, okay, so not only has it happened on Snapchat, I've gotten like a ton of guys sending me pictures I did not want. It looked like a mushroom too. Yeah. So why are you flexing it? <laughs> also, 
anytime I like just open it, they're like, do you like what you see? Like, what? why are you pushing it? I opened it. You should be happy I even opened it. What? Um, not even that, but like, I feel like my culture, like the Hispanic culture is just overall very men-centered. Like it's very centered in man does work, manly things, women does womenly things. Putting quotations around that because anyone can do anything. But like even at like parties, I've gone guys like asking me to dance and I obviously don't want to dance because I don't like dancing. But my parents go make me dance with the dude I don't want to dance with because women dance with the guys. He can just dance by himself. I don't know. There's a lot of things that have happened in my life that I did not want to do, but I felt pressured to do it because I needed to make the guy happy, even though that's not something that I should be doing. Mm-hmm. Do you want to like talk about one like particular instance you're comfortable with sharing? So like, are you okay? Yeah. Do you, are you guys okay with sharing one like experience? Maybe just dig deep on the topic at the end. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Kaylee, you want to do the honors of going first? Okay. I feel like one prominent thing that like I grew up being told to do was make sure the man is happy. Like does like, yeah. And that's like a very misogynistic thing to do. And I feel like I should emphasize that I was around 10 years old at this age. I was around 10. This boy was like 15, 16. This is a different instance from what like I was talking about in a previous episode. But I remember I was at yet another party because parties, yes. Um, This random boy threw me into a bathroom, sat me on the toilet, and forced himself on me. And I'm not saying he, like, touched me down there, but, like, it was, like, from, like, the waist up. Man was 15. I was 10 years old. He's 20 now. Let that sink in. (laughs) One, I am sorry. I'm really sorry that happened to you. I, I think I remember you telling me about this, and I couldn't help but feel disgusted. One, he was a full-grown teenager, mm-hmm. like a full-grown teenager at that point, and puberty, hitting on what someone in elementary school. That's just purely disgusting, and that's him being a predator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the fact that someone our age could have done that. It's gross. It's just pure disappointment. Oh god, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't even shake the thought. But I can just see Milo's face just like. We should laugh about this, but like, <laughs> imagine. Yeah. On a ten-year-old. That is so yeah. disgusting. Oh my gosh. Like. Educate your boys, please. Oh my god. Who made him think it was okay, though? 
I like know. okay that's a point i want to bring up because the hispanic i don't know if it's just the hispanic community because i feel like it could be anyone at this point i don't know but dads have a thing where they want their sons to grow up manly quote unquote manly and these boys end up like you know the edgar cut like the truck guys I those are the main people that have harassed me. Like out of anyone, those are the people that have harassed me the most. And I feel like that's a big thing. Like that's so disappointing. <laughs> I think it's just pointing at the fact that you got it at a young age. That's what makes it matter. You were just like. And the fact that someone has to even experience something like that at such a young age is like beyond me. Mm-hmm. I think toxic masculinity also like plays a part in like violence against women because to, you have to instill this idea of oh you have in order to be manly you have to be like kind of violent in a way if you think about it and like getting everything you want and all no matter what and not accepting no as an answer like I think toxic masculinity does play a part in women's violence because you have to in order to act you have to have like a thought process you know and if you know boys always like think oh you know if I if you get a no then it's just maybe you think I'm weak or something you know so yeah I don't know where I was going with that Like, they take no as a means for negotiation. Yes. Guys, I will be right back. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Just me and Kaylee. Are you still recording? Um, yes. Okay. Should we continue the conversation or should we just wait for Hima? Um, We'll wait for Hima. Hi, I'm sorry, guys. My dad just had a quick question. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Back to the broadcasted conversation. Okay. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Thank you for that story, Kaylee. But um, Nyla, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give the invisible mic to you. Do you have a story you would like to share where you face misogyny as best? We're back. So Nyla, would you like to tell us your story? Whichever one you're comfortable with sharing. Of course. Um, I don't think I've really told anyone about this one, but I was around 12 and I was having private Quran lessons where you read like the whole, the holy book Quran and you learn how to read that. And it's like a one-on-one session with, um, this guy and he was like 340-ish. He looked middle age, um, and it was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry I'm like about to kill right now <laughs> it was in a private room and like no no one could see no one could see in it and um 
it was my first time meeting him and we were starting class and all of a sudden he goes oh let me scoot closer to you and I was like uh sure and he was like right beside me right and as I was reading he starts like he starts like touching down there and on my breasts and it just was so uncomfortable because I was reading like the holy book and right next to me he was oh um anyways <laughs> so it's thinking <laughs> um, I just felt like really uncomfortable because I was reading the holy book right and this the guy that was supposed to be like so knowledgeable about everything like Islamic he was doing the most unholy stuff to me and I was just like what the hell and then after I was like uh I just I need to go to the restroom and I sprinted out and I was it was like the worst experience like oh my gosh I think it was that day where I realized like you know you shouldn't really trust everyone and like not everyone is gonna have like you shouldn't think the best out of everyone and I guess that made my guard go up like especially with other like male acquaintances mm -hmm. and I kind of just made sure from that day on to never be in a room by myself with another guy and <laughs> It was just really traumatizing. And, you know, and then I was talking about this with one of my other friends and then she was like, yeah, he tends to do that. And I was like, but isn't that like not okay? Like, I just kept thinking like, why is this so normalized? Like, it was just the most, I don't know, like, Honestly, I've known you for a, a couple of years and I never knew that happened to you. And I'm so sorry that happened to you. And especially what makes me sad is not only you guys, but any friend, like such disturbing and disgusting things is so like disgusting things happening to us at a young age, like a really predominantly young age. And it's so normalized. And it's also happening from people we're supposed to look up to. Like, that's just like a common theme I'm looking at. And that's something we need because that's just, I, I, I can't wrap my head around that. And I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I hope you know that it was not like your fault or that. Like, it's just, oh my God, I cannot, like you made a good point. You're supposed to learn about something holy and something good. And this was happening. Yeah. That's just. And like the fact that it happened to like most women at such a young age, like why, mm -hmm. what is with men fetishizing little kids? Even with like adult women, they expect them to have like shaved legs, like no body hair at whatsoever, petite, small, look short, have small hands, small feet, and they fetishize schoolgirls. And I think you bring up a good point of like men being into like younger girls. Like, well, that just shows that's just wrong. And not only male to female, that can happen to females men as well that can happen as well just in general that's just disgusting and the thing i feel like why most adults go for like 
or attack, I'm going to put quotes on that, towards younger, like, audiences, maybe because they're helpless. They don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, most of us, we don't even realize that it, what they're doing is wrong, you know, because we're, we're young, we're growing up, we haven't really been exposed to those things because our families don't talk to us about it, because once again, it's taboo. And so we grew up so long thinking it's normal, it's okay. But then you come to the realization like, oh my God, that should not have happened to me. I should have not felt uncomfortable. And the fact that so many people just finally came to realization what, of what happened to them after years of it already happening, that's the biggest problem, that we don't get exposure to it as young, you know, adult, like as growing up as kids, we don't get exposure to it whatsoever. That's like the biggest mistake, I feel like. Yeah. That's just oh. damn, I am disappointed in some men. Oh, yeah. You know, not all men are bad. I'm gonna say that, but just some I just <sighs> where do you move on from here? Oh my god, I don't even know what to say. Like I honestly I have no words. Like I'm I always have something to say. That's me. But right now, I have no idea what to say. I, except I'm actually really sorry that happened to you, Nyla, and that you felt uncomfortable with someone like you were supposed to look up to at a young age. That's like all I can say. But I do want to say, I feel like you going through that experience has made you, you know, strong and you're very outspoken because something like that happened to you. I felt like it's shown like a little light on you, you know? Like a little light. <laughs> if that made any sense. <laughs> okay, do you, want, do you want to tell us about your experience? Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> my experience. Whew, okay. I haven't really, I think, told anyone this in detail, so exactly how it happened. But I was a freshman, you know, I was a freshman and I was with my friends for a football game. You know, it was fun. I stayed for both JV and varsity games. And it was um, midway, like halftime. I, it was the halftime, you know, during the varsity game. So that was like the one that looked the later ones, like seven to nine ones. So it was pretty dark outside. And I was planning on going to the bathroom. And I ended up, uh, my friends were left behind on the bleachers and I ended up going alone. And you know that dark hallway? Other school that you have to kind of go through because the only bathrooms that are on are the ones across across the main building so I had to go there and what happened was I was this naive little freshman and I saw a guy like right behind me still to this day I don't know who he is that's what pissed me off even more I don't know who he is and what he ended up doing is he came behind me and he ended up grabbing my waist like my waist, he ended up digging so hard that I had like, I could feel it like once it happened. He ended up grabbing me and being like, wanna open those legs up for me. And I was just like, at my heart rate, I was like, is this really happening to me right now? And you could see other people, like I could see other people all the way over there, but there was really nobody else near me. And I was just kind of like, holy, this is like, like I, in that moment, I wasn't, able to believe this was happening like I was just like hey back away like I, I don't really remember what I exactly said but I just remember just being terrified in that moment like this person who was a giant and I was I'm a short I'm not a short human but I'm predominantly 
average height. And there was this tall guy who was grabbing onto me, which it scared me because I really, I was having like multiple possibilities in my head of what was going to happen. And he had this like tight grip on me. And thankfully, one of my really good friends, Ashton, had come behind me um, saying that, oh, yeah, you look jacket. And then he was able to be like, hey, yo, what are you doing? You know, act all manly and be like, back away, you know? And that is the day where I realized you aren't safe. And anywhere I go, I need to have a guy trusted guy friend with me like I, I I can't even tell you guys all the details because t- I always just kept it inside I never really talked about it I never really put it out there and I always acted like it didn't affect me because it scared me like I could even after it happened I still wasn't able to tell my friend this is what happened this is what he did like I could feel his grip on me and that just scared me like honestly like I would go home and I could still feel like the tightness around like my waist like I could feel that hands as if they were still there and that was the day I realized no matter the age you are, whether wherever you're going, you're going to need a guy to protect you. And I hated that. I hated the fact of knowing I needed, I needed another guy near me to feel safe and protected when I was scared of men itself. And the fact that like my family doesn't know to this day and not many of my friends know either. And I don't think I ever told you guys in like detail either. And I, I I can't really tell you guys in detail because I keep thinking about it and I keep putting myself into the feeling of when it was happening and the fact that it happened to where I went to school. So the next few days when I kept on going, I passed the little like, you know, area where it happened and it just like hit me like that's where it could happen because that scared me shitless. And just like something as some, some, when an act of that happened, I didn't talk to anyone, which I think was my biggest mistake. I wasn't able to talk about to anyone about how it affected me because although I am very glad that it didn't escalate to anything else, I am so grateful for that, that it didn't happen to anything bigger and that one of my really good friends was there because I really don't know what could have happened. Like I honestly don't know. And I feel like um, after going through that, it started affecting me like mentally, of course. Like I'd start wearing more like baggier clothes. I'd start distancing myself away from my guy friends who are good, but I just distanced myself. And I feel like that was very harmful. Obviously I got over it as the months went on. Still sometimes it does affect me when I um, let it, um, let's say per se, um, I'm letting a guy intimately near me, that does scare me sometimes. But I have to learn to trust. But that's still, I feel like my biggest mistake was not going to someone or even my friends until months after it happened. But the fact that it, I still cannot pinpoint to who it is makes me even more frustrated. Because if I knew the face, if I knew the name, I would have gotten his ass suspended, expelled, I don't know, whatever I could have done, I would have done it. And the fact that I had to deal with it for months, and I was disgusted with myself because I thought it was what I was wearing. Like I was, you know, I was pretty good that day. And I thought it was, that was why. Like I was like, oh, I'm just like a whore. Like, no, obviously I wasn't on, but it's just, I was thinking, that it was my fault and that made me really upset at myself and upset at the fact that I was led to believe if you got assaulted it's your fault so yeah that's sorry Hima that happened and second of all like 
the fact that most of us didn't tell our families or tell anybody just shows like how badly like women are treated in the society. Like we're constantly looked down upon and we're constantly raised to the standard where we have to always keep it to ourselves. You know, it's always our fault, no matter what. And it's just so disappointing and so like sad and terrifying to see like, you know, that this is such a common experience that women have. And I'm not saying that to like disvalue what you guys have to go, what you guys went through. But I'm saying like, it's just sad to see how like, I guess it's kind of normalized in a way, like right now. And I think that obviously definitely has to change. So. And what I'm noticing from all three of our stories as they are all very different, is what I realized is the guy always tended to be older and the guy always tended to go for us when we looked most vulnerable. I don't know what guy, what it is for guys going for girls when they're vulnerable and I, does that give them a sense of power? Maybe that's from the toxic masculinity point that Nyla's bringing out earlier on. It's just something that not all men do it. That's correct. But then why is the percentage so high? And the fact that it's even higher than a zero, that's what's concerning. So we really need to cut off with the not all men bullshit. If it isn't all men, why is it over 90%? And why are people failing to recognize that it's more than 90%? And instead of rectifying that mistake, why are they trying to defend themselves? And even to the day I'm on TikTok, I uh, I know Nyla isn't, but I saw a TikTok, Kaylee, did you see this? Of a guy was like, oh, just three more percent to go. Yes. That enraged me. Now, there was a TikTok, you know, when um, girls start talking about 97% and there are some females showing their story of what happened. There was this guy who posted a TikTok saying, come on, guys, only three more percent to go. And when I went through that comment section, it was the most disappointing comment section I've ever been through. And if I was their parents, I would genuinely be disappointed that those were my sons. Like, it was absolutely disappointing and disgusting. Like, I cannot tell you the amount of shock I had that people were saying this as a joke or genuinely meant it. Like, I don't think you guys can see the irritation on my face right now. Like, it just genuinely pissed me off so much that, like, I just had to, like, stop and look back. And I was like, is this really, like, on the internet? Like, did he really just do that? And it's such a sensitive time as well. First of all, the audacity, the audacity he had to say that. Like three more percent to go, are you kidding me? This is not a joke. Like women go through this so much. Like what the hell? And I'm also curious, like what did they exactly say in the comment section? Like were they like applauding? Oh, mm-hmm. I, I, I think the TikTok was taken down but I actually took some screenshots, which I'm gonna show you guys. Um, it was like, oh yeah, and they're like, oh, he's gonna get hate. They'd be like, LMAO, yeah, brother. They're just all agreeing with him. And I feel like someone were just saying it as a joke, but something like this is not a joke. Like, let's say Donald Trump, okay, you can joke about him. But when it's talking about sexual harassment, rape, and, you know, assault, not just towards girls, but since we're talking about, you know, girls, harassment, and all that. It's not something to joke about. Trauma isn't something to joke about. And also to the girls who, every girl has, you know, faced it in a different way, but the girls who are lying and trying to victimize themselves to be in the 97%, I feel like that is also wrong. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, trying to get pity from other people. Say that, oh my God, yeah, this happened to me. If he didn't really mean it, that's just, that's just also wrong, you know? I can't find the right words to use right now. Kaylee, can you help me out? I have no idea. Like for one, I don't even know how to phrase something. mm -hmm. Like this is just such a hard topic because not only, you know, um, can girls be the victims, they can also be the false accusers, which I feel like whoever falsely accuses someone of something that the other person didn't do, they need to, they need to go to jail because that, they could potentially ruin someone's life for something that they really didn't do. But then again, because of that, some people don't believe some people who are actually coming out with what happened to them. You know, I feel like this world is really just fucked up and I feel like we are just, we're going, we're doing good in some aspects of life. In some aspects, we're just going back yeah. decades. Cause this is just, this is unacceptable, honestly. Like I can't even express <laughs> in words. Like I'm just, I, like I'm looking at all of your guys' faces for the people who can hear, like we're just all look so like done. That's the word. Yeah. Just done with like done and disgusted. It's just like I'm thinking about how like men only respect men. Mm-hmm. Like the way that women can only feel safe around a man is just absurd to me. Just because like a man's only gonna back off if another man's don't do that or like is there to stop them but a woman's word to them means absolutely nothing it's so confusing also, i want to bring up a point to that i want to bring up a point about that like i remember if i'm genuinely like at a party or at a friend's house with a lot of people obviously before covid obviously um if if like a guy hit on me i'd have to say oh i have a boyfriend or my boyfriend's right there like men won't back up until they realize a girl is some other guy's property Mm-hmm. that's the number one thing like if I want someone to back away I don't need to say I have a boyfriend I just need to say hey just back away not now but no guys just use that as an answer to keep on persisting that's one of the things we need to rectify as a society like I need to feel like another man's property to feel safe like that's just absurd like that's like the I can't even Dear God. Huh, okay. <laughs> like, all, it's just like pin drop silence. It's like, 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 no, like, really let it in. Guys won't leave you alone until they realize you're some other guy's property. Yeah. That's like the biggest takeaway, really. And that's really fucking stupid. Really stupid. Like, they can respect everyone else, but a woman. And I feel like that's really something to the people who are listening to really think about. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, people are preaching, yes, women positivity. Yes, women have voices. Yes, we should be heard. But yeah, this is what's happening. And most of us feel, don't even feel comfortable to talk about what happened to us. So if you're the ones preaching, you should have a voice. How come we aren't able to step forward and use it? Mm-hmm. 
And that's something I feel like everyone should think about, regardless of if you're a guy or a girl or whatever you identify as. That's a question for literally every human that's breathing and drinking water should answer. And that's, I feel like, is the biggest. Those are the few biggest takeaways from this episode, I feel like. And yeah, and it was a rough one. And I know it definitely brought out a couple of emotions. And Nyla, I just want to start off by saying thank you for coming on and talking to us about a heavy topic. No, it's heavy, but we really are grateful. You are willing to take the time out of your day and sit down and talk with us. We're really grateful. (laughs) Anyways. But yeah, but thank you for inviting me. I think this is such an important issue that's so taboo. And I'm so glad you guys chose to talk about this and chose to like, you know, talk about your own experiences. Cause it's terrifying, you know? The world, the internet especially, is not the nicest place, so. But yeah. And I think that is where we conclude today's episode. Yes. And we hope to the guys who are listening, Drink a lot of water, eat. We hope you had a good day, good morning, good evening. And that's us signing off. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.